Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of See the World Differently. Um, today's episode, I'm very happy to report that Todd Beachy, the CEO um, and founder of Oceanscape Yachts, is joining us again. You'll probably remember him from the first few episodes that we recorded back in the winter. Um, we focused on some great destinations, so it was nice reliving those moments. But um, I'm happy to have Todd on today because we focused on a few things that we hear from our followers and listeners and readers, which is some of the top questions that they have when it comes to chartering their first yacht or you know how it even becomes that they can get involved with the yacht vacation. So today we wanted to focus on sort of the top three questions that we get about you know what it costs of course everyone wants to know like what's it going to cost me um, and how you can go about booking one um, whether it's through us or another company just answering some of those questions that you get right off the bat so this will hopefully be the first in a series that we're going to run um, as we get more feedback from people and of course we get lots of other questions when it comes down to booking your first vacation so tune in with us and where we hope to answer any and all the questions that you do have if you have more after today's episode or maybe that we didn't answer them or you have more confusion following it, that's okay too. Um, you can email me personally, Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A at oceanscapeyachts.com, info at oceanscapeyachts.com. And of course, across all of our social media, uh, we re reply to everything that we get um, and we always love hearing from you. So thanks so much. Listen in and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Todd, thanks so much for joining us back on the podcast. Thanks for uh, having me again, Rebecca. It's uh, great to be back and talking about yacht vacations. And I sure hope our uh, listeners are enjoying all of the great interviews that you've had over the last few months. The content has been great and the, uh, the conversations have been very entertaining and very informative. So um, hope everybody's enjoying what we're putting together each month here for for you. Yeah, if we can't be on a yacht vacation, we can at least talk about it, right? So exactly. <laughs> so we wanted to do uh, this episode for all of you listeners based on some questions we get, uh, sort of the most important questions that we get with uh, potential new clients and newcomers to the industry. So I thought it would be great for Todd to shed some light on a few of these questions that we have. Of course, most of you want to know right off the bat, what does it cost? Can I afford it? So Todd, could you just shed a little bit of light on the cost factors involved in a yacht charter vacation? Absolutely. As you said, that's going if it's going if it's not the first question, it's the second question. Um, yacht charters, it's a difficult question to answer actually, because unlike a, a resort vacation or a cruise vacation, a yacht charter is a lot more customized. It's not a standard package that can be precisely um, the same price each time a guest goes on the trip. A yacht charter really depends on where you want to go and what you want to do and how many guests are on board and the type of food you want to eat, the type of drinks you want to drink, and the um, you know, how much time you're going to spend in various ports of call. So it is a difficult question to answer. Um, there are a lot of yachts that are, the basic yacht vacation starts with a base rate for the yacht, and that covers the rental of the yacht and uh, the provision of the crew to man the yacht while you are on your vacation. And so 
the base rate for the yacht vacation can start at thirty or forty thousand dollars for a week, and it can go up. There are some yachts out there that are um, thousands and thousands of dollars per week. You know, hundreds and thousands of dollars a week, depending. And they would be very large yachts with a huge number of crews. So we're very focused on the. 30 to 40 meter yachts and they typically run between 40 and 75,000 as a base rate um, for the week which sounds like a lot but when you compare that to as I said other luxury holiday options whether it be a resort vacation or a cruise ship and you divide that base rate divided by the number of people that are on board for example if you have a $50,000 yacht and you have people on board, it works out to a base rate of about 6500 per person, which we believe is comparable to other yacht, uh, other luxury holidays that are out there. Yeah, and I just want to uh, jump in too, because I know some people are a bit funny when it comes to pricing, and they're, you know, they might say, well, you don't give me exact pricing breakdown, or, and like you've just said, it is kind of tricky, and it's a lot like hotels in that sense. If you book you know, at the uh, Christmas or like festive season, prices are going to be much bigger than if you book in the dead of March or March break or everything like that. So I think it's it's quite a fair statement to say, you know, this is the base and then we go off of that and then nothing's really hidden either, right? You, you've already said what the base covers. So what would be some other extras? So when you're working out what it costs per person, what else are you involving in that calculation, say? Once you uh, once you've identified the ba- the yacht and the base rate of the yacht to that price, you have to add in a number of other things. So the first thing that you would add in is the provisioning cost for the um, for the vacation itself, and this covers the um, food and uh, drinks and also any marina and dockage fees that would be involved in your in, in your yacht trip. Um, so all of that, all of those expenses, again, are completely customizable. So if you're going to have, you know, burgers and French fries for the week, your, your food cost is going to be at one level. And if you're going to have uh, steak and lobster and caviar, and uh, you know, expensive champagnes and things like that. Your your provisioning cost is going to be at another level, but it is completely dependent on your own preferences and what your group likes to enjoy. Just like a restaurant offering, if you know, depending on what you order, your bill is going to be one way or the other, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. On top of that, you also pay for the fuel that your your yacht uses in during the week. Um, and any of the tenders or the jet skis, um, there's a, a fuel cost involved in running that those toys for the week as well. And so, um, again, you, you pay for the actual usage of the yacht and the tender. And the captain at the end of the week will give you what the fuel cost was for the week that you're on board. And um, so if you've just traveled a short distance in your week holiday, your fuel cost will be relatively low. And if you've traveled for miles and miles and miles, um, your fuel cost will be much higher, obviously. Right. And for people who are 
you know, confused or losing track of numbers, there's also the ability for sort of more of an all-inclusive package. So you're giving the complete breakdown, but you can also book and say, this is what it's going to cost based on XYZ, and then they know what they're paying from the beginning, and there's no hidden costs within that as well, right? That's correct. That's correct. We can uh, we can put together packages with very close estimates and you know, the one other major factor that I will that we haven't talked about yet is the crew gratuity, which typically ranges between 10 and 20 percent of the base rate of the yacht. And it, it's completely discretionary and up to you as to how much that gratuity would be, depending on the level of service that you've received during the week. And so the one rule of thumb that we we uh, typically use in at least planning the vacation or as a starting point for the vacation is um, you would add about 30 to 35% of your the base rate of your yacht would cover the provisioning allowance and the fuel estimate for the week. And so, and, and then you would add, uh, you know, 15 to 20, 10 to 20% for the crew gratuity. And so when you're looking at a, a $50,000 yacht uh, base rate for the yacht, then you would add about 50% to that to get to a total cost of $75,000. And again, divide that up by the number of people that are in your party to get a price per person rate and see how that compares to other luxury holidays when uh, you have your base rates for those holidays and the um all the extras that you typically would pay on those holidays, whether it be drinks or excursions or things like that, um, our all-inclusive rate would include all of that type of stuff. Yeah, which is something really important to keep in mind. I think you even mentioned yourself, you know, after your first charter, you whatever the cost was, whether you thought it was a lot or more or less than you were expecting, you then did a resort trip, I think, right? And now you were kind of missing that change of locale that you can often get on a yacht vacation, something different to do. But also anytime you wanted to do something, I remember you were thinking, okay, this is out of pocket. This is out of pocket. So you get home and tally it all up. And yeah, sure enough, you're probably about the same rate as when, if you just took a yacht vacation again. Yeah, it's similar. We were on a cruise ship a couple of years ago and, uh, um, it was for a, uh, uh, a group of us went to celebrate a milestone anniversary and there was, you know, the base rate of the cruise, but every day there was an, or every day that we were in port, there was an excursion that was another two, three, four hundred dollars type thing per person. And, and then it, it all adds up in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really think of that at the, at the beginning, you just see the base cost and go on that. And then, uh, then yeah. that's when the hidden costs pop up, like you said. So, um, exactly. So as I said, a nice rule of thumb that we use, um, is is take the base rate of the yacht and add uh, about 50% to that, and that should cover, uh, give you an idea of what the all-inclusive cost would be. And, you know, th there are no surprises. At the end of the week, the captain will tally up all the expenses for the week, and, and um, you know, you, you've paid the provisioning up front, and if your expenses are lower than what the ad advance provisioning was, then you'll get a refund. And if your expenses are higher for whatever reason, then um, you'll have to settle up the difference at the end of the week as well.
Right. And, um, and we've had that, I mean, in the preference sheets and things like that, you fill out, you know, how many, how many bottles of wine or how many cases of beer that you want on your trip. And invariably that's, that's different than what you actually consume. And so (laughs) you you, uh, sometimes have to go out shopping midweek to reprovision things. We've had the experience of that. It's like lying on the uh, doctor healthcare list, right? Like how much do you drink in a week? And then you always underestimate those kinds of things. So uh, yeah, a very good point. And you had a lot of good help too, didn't uh, your captain trade off something that you had on board so you could get a beer you liked. Like that's a nice little perk that you wouldn't always get. Yeah. And uh, we, we had a, a, a favorite brand of beer and we were running out of it. And so uh, the captain went into port at, at one of our, our locations and, and uh, you know, traded some beer out for us to get the type that we wanted. So, and, and that's the level of service that you would get during the week is where, um, you know, the captain and the crew want to make sure that you get exactly the type of holiday that you wanted to have. And, and they make sure they do everything in their power to, um, make that happen. Yeah. And just, uh, while we're still on costs on the website, under all the yachts, we do list the costs. So if you wanted to know a specific yacht, just scroll down to the bottom and we do share that breakdown. Like Todd's just done, uh, what the base cost is, we take the 50% or so, and then we break down what each percentage goes to what and what it would cost per person. So make sure you check that out if you are actually wondering about a specific yacht. Um, and the um, I would add into that, Rebecca, one of the things that uh, uh, we pride in our, ourselves in at Oceanscape Yachts is, is knowing what a fair price is for the yacht vacation. So we've done our homework and and compared the price of all the yachts that are in the market and the pricing of all those yachts each year. And we can tell um, there are a number of factors that influence the price of the the base rate of the yacht. And uh, we can use those factors to determine whether or not a yacht is fairly priced relative to the overall market conditions. Yeah. And a little known fact about Todd, you may not know, is he does love numbers. So there are a lot of factors in there that you've taken into consideration. So I think you can be sure of that. And, and that's not just about our yachts either. I should preface it is every yacht that you have on, on file, sorry. Um, and we can run and compare that. So it, it's available exactly. for use. Yeah. So once they know the price and, you know, maybe they know where they want to go, maybe they don't, how can we get them booking? How do people actually come to you and book a vacation? So the pro- it, the process really starts from narrowing down the, the destination that you want to go to and the um, actual yacht itself. And once you have, have made your determination or determined that the yacht you want is available in the location that you want. Um, and actually that, uh, is one additional cost that could factor into the equation. If you're very particular about a yacht or a crew, and you're also very particular about a destination. So you want this specific yacht in this specific destination. If that yacht is not located there, there may be a, re- a relocation or a um, positioning fee that may be involved in in the trip as well. So, typically, that's generally just the fuel cost and the the time involved in getting 
um, you know, the yacht from the Florida to the Bahamas or something like that. But uh, there, there may or may not be a positioning fee involved in in planning your vacation, if you if you're if you're particular about the yacht. But once you have decided on that yacht and the location, um, there is a standard contract that's involved, um, where you would basically through the broker that you're working with or the agent that you're working with, uh, they will provide you with a contract. It is a, um, there's two parts to the contract. There's a services part, which covers the captain and the crew. And there's a yacht rental piece of the contract as well, which will stipulate uh, when you're going to get on the yacht, where you're going to board the yacht, and when you have to return the yacht to the whatever location you you boarded the yacht. And so um, once that contract is signed, you will have to make a deposit on the vacation. And depending on how far in advance you're booking, that deposit may be as much as 50% of the base rate of the yacht. And then typically about 30 to 45 days before your vacation, you would have to pay the balance of the base rate plus the provisioning or advanced provisioning allowance of that 30 to 35%. Um, you would have to make that payment as well so that the crew has the, the money they need to go out and get the supplies that they need for your vacation. Okay. And um, is there anything else that you would need before they could start that process that we haven't actually covered? So they come to you, hi, I've heard about yacht vacations. Can I afford it? Tick. And then next you get the preference sheet and then the ball should just be rolling. You're ticking away behind the scenes. They don't need to be bothered with a whole bunch of mundane details. Um, anything else that you can advise in that first process there to, to make things smooth? No, I think it's... Um... I think we've covered it. The you, you mentioned the preference sheet. That would typically be done about, again, about 30 to 45 days before your vacation. Um, and a lot of people look at the, the preference sheet as a challenging part or it's, you know, it's hard to estimate what kind of food and how many, how many bottles of wine I want on board for the week. Um, We've taken the other approach where we've we we turn it into a bit of a party. You get get your group together, and you know pl enjoy planning out the the trip. Make that an event and an experience part, experiential part of the vacation planning process. You you make it into a fun fun night and and uh, you know decide what types of food you want on board, what kind of whether you like themed dinners or not. If you have special events that you're celebrating, you make sure you mention that so that the crew can be prepared for, you know, birthday parties or anniversaries or whatever it is. And uh, um, I will say um, the more detailed you are in completing the preference sheet, the easier you make it for the crew to make sure that they deliver the the holiday experience or vacation experience that you want to have. Um, you can't be too detailed on the preference sheet. Yeah, that's right. It, you know, don't ask, don't get that kind of old old adage. So if you put it there, they know. And I like that theory. You know, get together before. Maybe try to fill some of it in before you've had too many bottles of wine and you start asking for really extravagant things on the list. But uh, 
it's a good idea because it gets everyone excited about the trip before it even starts. And and there's key there's key things on the preference sheet, um, you know, in terms of how you're getting to the actual um, port that you're going to board the yacht on, um, making sure the crew knows, um, you know, when you're getting in and whether or not they need to arrange for uh, uh, transportation for you to get from the airport to the yacht or from a hotel to the yacht. The one suggestion and we've done this on a, on our own trips is we like to go down a day early and just stay in a hotel for a night. And that way we're not, we're a little bit more relaxed on the day that we board the actual yacht. You're obviously, um, your, your yacht vacation is the primary part of your holiday in most cases. And, and you want to make sure that you're enjoying that thoroughly and, uh, you're not, stressed out from an airplane delay or or something like that so typically we like to get down the day before and on our last trip that was actually the case where our flights down were delayed by three or four hours and if we were supposed to board the yacht that day we would have been more than a little panicked but because we were just going to a hotel room it it wasn't so bad yeah especially true if you're talking Di- very different time zones and long flights and connections and you know jet lag you, you want to make sure that you're fresh and yeah you bring in jet lag and that's even more of a reason to go a couple days early because um you know you don't want to spend your time on your yacht uh, trying to adjust to time zones as much as possible uh one last thing i wanted to mention the other part of the preference sheet that is important is also any um, health concerns or, you know, if people are um, allergic to certain food groups or things like that, that's where it's important to make sure you're detailed on the, um, on the preference sheet so that the chef knows if somebody's allergic to nuts, they don't want a whole week of, um, you know, pecan pie and um, that type of stuff as the dessert option. So um, it's important to also identify any of those types of issues that you have in your preference sheet. So it's a very important document. Um, you know, it may seem a little boring, but as we, as I said, make it, make it a fun part of the experience. Um, you know, it, it can be a, a real fun thing to plan. Yeah. And like you say, with the food, um, as you guys know, we've had quite a few interviews with chefs on the, on our blog and we've been able to have one on, on the podcast as well. And in today's world with intolerances and different types of diets and what people can and can't eat, uh, chefs are really adjusting to that. And these are, you know, some of the world's top chefs and they, it's amazing what they can do with those, limitations so it's almost fun for them I know some of them probably it's not always fun but it's a good challenge for them to see what they can come up with so yeah a very good point on the allergies for sure yeah if you, it's the kind of thing again a yacht holiday is supposed to be what you want you're not on a standard itinerary you're not on a, um, a you know a, a standard uh, milk run type vacation um, this should be your, your time to do what you want. And so 
if you're looking for something specific, make sure you yeah. ask. A good point. So uh, this will be the first sort of episode, in, and I'm sure what will be many different episodes as different uh, questions come up from clients. And please, after listening to this podcast, if you need clarity on anything that we've talked about or you have other questions that we think you, you think we should focus on next time, please uh, send them in. Thank you so much again, Todd, for joining us today. My pleasure and look forward to uh, continuing the list of questions and answers as we go through over the next few months. Thanks for tuning in to See the World Differently. Until next time, keep daydreaming. <laughs>